Hey, it's Phil here. Before we get into the proper intro and play the coffee making sound and jump into another great chat, I want to say thank you for sharing your thoughts and feedback with me about how my work here at Connection Over Coffee uh, with the Loneliness Guy, the podcast, is reaching you and helping you move beyond Uh, your thoughts and feelings of loneliness and get the authentic connection that you need. I love it. Thank you so much. It's an honor and a privilege. I'd like to ask if you are open to it, if you could send me a picture of you, a photo of you, um, listening to the podcast, wherever you are in the world and however you're listening to it. And I'd like to use that picture uh, in a social media uh, posts Um, promoting the podcast. If you're down with that, reach out to me on social media through Facebook or Instagram and let's have a chat. All right, let's get to the intro. Hey, welcome to Connection Over Coffee with me, Phil McAuliffe, the loneliness guy. In this episode, we're going to have a chat about how you can make friends as a gay man. But before we jump into the conversation, I need to let you know that this podcast contains content relating to the physical, mental, and emotional well-being of gay men. If that's going to offend you or anyone in earshot, now's the time for you to move on. But with all of that said, how about you go get us a table and have a chat to Kevin, and I'll go get us a coffee. I'll see you in a a tick. Hi everyone, my name is Kevin Moran, and Phil has graciously provided me with a few moments here to introduce myself and my work to you today. Again, my name is Kevin and I am a queer health and wellness coach where I help queer and allied clients empower their mental well-being. I provide individualized coaching services to clients who are looking to feel better within their minds, their relationships, and their communities. I'm also the host of the United Outsiders podcast, a space where we have meaningful and inspirational discussions for those of us who have always felt we belong on the outside. Many of our conversations combine topics of mental health and wellness from a queer perspective, so I hope it can be another great resource for you. As you enjoy the incredible work of my friend, The Loneliness Guy, please let me know if I can be of any support to you as well. You can learn more about my coaching practice by visiting my website, kevincmoran.com. You can also find me on Instagram at kmorancoaching. Check out the podcast on Instagram too, at The United Outsiders. I love Instagram. It's so much fun. Okay. Thanks, Phil. You're the best. Back to you, my friend, and enjoy this episode. Here you go. Now, if this is the first time that you've joined me for coffee, I want to say hi and welcome. Whether you're joining me on YouTube or through uh, listening to me on a podcast, um, welcome. It's fantastic that you're here. And if you're a return coffee getter with me, coffee drinker with me, welcome back. It's simply wonderful to have your company once again. And I want to say this, and I say this at the beginning of every episode, that the stigma of loneliness actually stops us from getting the help to get the connection that we need to move beyond our loneliness. And you may have just got a real life example of the stigma of loneliness, where your finger may have hovered over the play button uh, before joining me for coffee. And if that's the case, I want to say how proud I am of you and how just just 
how much I think you're awesome for pressing play because loneliness as a subject is something that we don't want to really engage with and we certainly don't go looking for it unless we um, suspect that we might be lonely. So however you are today and whatever brought you here, I just want to say that I am proud of you. You've joined uh, a conversation that promises to be a fantastic conversation and well, I hope it's enlightening for you because this content was, um, was something that I, I put to my audience on Instagram. I, I gave my awesome audience on Instagram a choice between two, um, uh, two, two topics. One was on uh, the numbing and uh, and and how uh, you know we numb the thoughts and feelings of loneliness and what to look out for and the other was how to make friends as a gay man overwhelmingly like 88% of responses said that uh, they wanted to hear uh, about how to make friends as a gay man their wish my command and I wrote and published a blog post, How to Make Friends as a Gay Man, on my website, thelonelinessguy.com, um, in the blog section, um, on the 4th of November. And it contains a whole list of hints and tips and traps for young players and not so young players. Um, for I think that the polite way of saying that is for the young and the young at heart about how to make friends because reality is this making friends we know we know you know conceptually that this is it's a really important thing you know friendship is an important bond for everybody for every human um, and it's also really difficult to make friends as an adult and I've experienced this uh, through my life and particularly as I have moved from place to place to place uh, through my life. I've lived in many different places over the last 20 years. And each time you say goodbye to friends, you make new friends. Uh, and in many places, um, it's not easy to make friends and indeed much of the advice that I put in the blog came from my own lived experience. Um, and the older I, I get, um, the harder it feels like uh, that I the, the, to, to, to make friends. Uh, and particularly because some people, you know, just aren't recruiting friends um, and, you know, uh, or don't really know how to receive sort of friendly advances. Um, so we'll, we'll get into that in, in just a moment, but I just wanted to acknowledge that it's really, it's weird, it's awkward, it's like, it, it's deeply uncomfortable. And that's okay. And that's okay. You're capable of doing awkward, doing uncomfortable things um, and knowing that you can come out of it on the other side. Uh, with um, uh, with 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 some rich experiences and and great stories, but your 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 bravery, your courage um, uh, is going to be needed 
in in making friends because you're going to have to put yourself out there and the thoughts and feelings of vulnerability are, well, shit your pants scary. And that's okay. They shit your pants scary for everybody. Um, and like many things in life, like many things with loneliness, we don't do it alone. So with all of that said, let's go together. So I'm not going to go through each of the things, uh, uh, each of the hints and tips that I put in the blog. Um, there's a link to the episode description. Uh, there's a link to the blog in the episode description, uh, and I invite you to go and read it, uh, and um, and and let me know what you think and. If there are any other hints and tips that you want to share with me, that I can share with uh, with the rest of the uh, rest of the audience, but I want to say two things before we jump into like the highlights uh, and and like the the key points that I want to really discuss with you. First, we know that um, making friends is really important, and having a friendship group and a strong friendship group is really important for. Um, uh, uh, for humans. And in the course of reading this, or like researching uh, for, this, uh, for, for this blog and this content, I came across Dunbar Theory, uh, and it's uh, written by, uh, like developed by a, um, a, a psychologist um, in the United Kingdom, which says that we cannot, as humans, handle more than 150 connections. Um, uh, uh, in our life. And so it prompted me to reflect on the quantity and quality of my relationships. And anything beyond 150, it does make sense. Like, how can you keep track of, you know, that many things in other people's lives in order to have like a, a meaningful conversation? So what like how many uh, like close connections do you have um and in in jumping into this content bear in mind that it's not necessarily a the the, the quantity it's not the amount of friends it's not the number of friends that are, are you know the key thing because we know that we can be alone in a crowd it's the quality of the connections that we always need to go for and quality connections require us to be vulnerable, to open up, to share ourselves and to receive, uh, to be open enough to receive um, others when they're being vulnerable. Friendship is made up of moments like that, of shared moments. Um, and the second thing that I want to say uh, is the importance of friendships for gay men or anybody on the rainbow spectrum, but particularly for gay men, if our families don't accept us uh, for not being straight uh, and fitting into a heteronormative norm. So for whatever reason, um, if our families don't accept us, uh, our friendship groups can fill the, 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 the space in our life uh, left um, by our families and our friends become our families. And that's a wonderful relationship. It's a very tight, deep bond. Uh, 
and it's a beautiful thing, but many of us don't have it. Many of us don't have it. So let's jump in. Acknowledging that truth, acknowledging that truth, let's jump in uh, and go through a couple of the points that I raised in my blog for the remainder of this, this coffee. So there's lots of advice. There's lots of advice online about uh, how to make friends. And there's, there's, you know, advice that simmers down to the truth that you need to put yourself out there. Identify what uh, hobbies you like and go find a group who like to do that. Um, and in the LGBTIQ plus communities, communities, there's an awful lot of, you know, diverse groups um, I'm sure locally that you can put yourself into and reach out to. And there's lots of other fantastic advice on the internet about how to go about making friends and hints and tips. Please go and research that. Um, I don't want to duplicate that um, because there's there's enough. There's enough out there. But specifically in like from my perspective going beyond those immediate hints and tips i want to say that we need a bucket load an absolute shit ton of patience friendships take time to grow and mature and develop and evolve um, and looking for a quick fix looking for the answer is not the way to make friends. I can't say to you, and anybody who does say to you, say this, do this, make a friend. It doesn't work that way, and you know it. You know it. That's why you're here. You're not looking for a quick fix. You're here having a coffee with me right now, and you know that you need to be patient. But patience is easier said than done when you're feeling lonely. A friend is also not going to solve your loneliness for you. Your loneliness is your loneliness alone to solve. Your friend, me, everybody in this community, comes along with you uh, as uh, on your, your path to connection. And you, you, in working through, acknowledging and then working through your loneliness, you do that with other people. But nobody else solves your loneliness but you. That's yours to solve. So I see this a lot uh, in um, forums uh, on social media about how meeting Mr. Right, how making friends will cure my loneliness. Perhaps it will relieve your loneliness. It, it, sorry, perhaps it will cure your loneliness. But it definitely will relieve your loneliness. But unless, and this is the critical thing, unless you are putting your authentic self out there, the connections that you make, if you're putting your masks on and keeping your masks on and trying to be something that you're not or someone who you're not, those connections that you make aren't going to be real. They're not going to be genuine and they're going to feel like they're, they're doing something, but they're not actually going to solve your loneliness. That happens when you put your real authentic self out there and that goes back to being shit your pants scary. And that's absolutely terrifying and those, um, uh, though that, 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 that thought, that, that 
that understanding that that's really scary um, stops so many of us before we even get started. And if that's where you are, that's okay. That's okay. You're here now and we can do this together. And actually acknowledging that with uh, humility, without judgment of self, is actually a really important first step to take. That this is hard and it's hard to put yourself out there in a way that is um, where you're feeling safe. Because I'm sure that you can point to many periods, uh, many events in your life where you have tried to make friends and you've put yourself out there uh, and you, it might have worked, might not have worked, but you may have received either overt messages or um, uh, covert messages, like subtle messages, that in putting yourself out there, you're somehow too much for that person or that group. Like me right now, you're probably thinking back to many instances in your teenage years where you put yourself out there and you go, hey, you know, let's be friends and stuff. And after a little while, it's like, whoa, 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 you're too much or you're not enough. So we constantly through life after receiving those messages, we kind of go through life like some kind of pinball oscillating between being too much, too little, not enough, um, and working to edit ourselves to find a middle ground where we are just enough for everybody in every situation. I need to say this right now. I get it. This is really hard. Because in the editing, you've likely told yourself some stories to make sense of other people's response to you. And those stories over time have hardened into beliefs about yourself. Many of those beliefs are not actually true. They're a truth that we have made up within ourselves. Now, when I realized this, I needed help to actually chisel away at the beliefs that I had built up around myself, that I am too much, that I am not enough, I'm not good looking enough, I'm not buff enough, I'm not smart enough. I'm not athletic enough, or I'm too over the top, I'm too intense, um, I'm too serious, uh, or you know, I, I'm, I'm too nerdy um, uh, because my interests somehow don't align with the people that I you know, were surrounded by, or I'm too you know, opinionated, I'm too blunt, I'm too direct, uh, and then when I try to be uh, you know, more... Uh, more diplomatic, I get, whoa, you're too confusing. Don't know what you're trying to say. Um, so right now, right now, and this is a fundamental truth, you are enough right now. You don't need to edit yourself. You don't need to, um, uh, uh, to, to, to project. You don't need to put masks on. You're enough right now and you're worthy right now of love and belonging and the love and belonging that comes from friendship. You're worthy of that right now, just as you are. Your faults, 
your light, your dark, your, your, the things that cause you shame and the things that you're proud of, all of it, the wonderful package that you are, you're worthy of that right now. For I am also worthy of that right now. The key to getting beyond that is to put you out into the world. Part of that, you're not actually going to be everybody's cup of tea. And that's hard. That's really hard. But you're going to be someone's friendship cup of tea. Someone is waiting for you to be out in the world as you. And that is a beautiful thing. But that does, does that remind you of something? Because if it reminds you of dating then you're pretty much on the mark. Because the general weirdness, the general awkwardness of making friends is really similar to dating. And for gay men, that's really confusing because we don't know if we're being approached to as a, you know, making fr- like someone someone's approaching us in some kind of social situation or we're approaching someone else in some kind of social situation we don't know if it's like just friends we don't know if it's sexual we don't like are they hitting on me because they like me or are they hitting on me because they want to be friends are they hitting on me lonely mind here are they hitting on me because they're like not hitting on me are they approaching me because they feel sorry for me And it's this kind of rich sort of mixture in our head, which makes it very confusing. Is he looking at us because he wants to see me naked? Or is he looking at me because, uh, I don't know, he wants to go and get a coffee and, you know, go and have a chat and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And much of the feedback that I get about this topic uh, is about that that confusion and how many gay men, and I'm not going to say that I'm I'm above this at all, um, but uh, have made really good friends after having sex with them. And, uh, you know, it, it was, uh, it eventuated that uh, there was very little sort of sexual connection, but there was actually, you know, a deep friendship. And for many gay men, that is a, a kind of a vetting process. It's like, well, you know, we've, we've paid attention to, to the spark of connection, which is really important. That's another tip, paying attention to what's going on when we're being seen, heard, and feeling that we belong with someone. But we need to test sometimes, and we feel that we need to test whether that spark is actually sexual chemistry or actually just, you know, a connection. And, you know, getting sex out of the way is, you know, a way of, um, uh, of, of knowing whether there, that compatibility was included, uh, sexual compatibility, or was, you know, just a, a just a, 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 another type of connection. Don't mean to d- diminish the other type of connection at all. And if this is what you've done, if this is what you do, 
then I'm not going to say it's right or wrong. I'm not going to shame you it's like, um, at all because, you know, I've done it. And, you know, that some of the, the friendships that I've made from that have actually just been great. But if that's the only way that you are making friends, I encourage you to diversify your skill set and use another kind of uh, some other strategies to put yourself out there um, and the key there is the diversification and try something something different rather than um, only meeting uh, and making new friends after you've fucked the Final thing that I want to say is, uh, so after we, you know, using sex as a vetting process, paying attention to the spark of connection, being yourself and being who you are, knowing that that's really hard. That's really hard because we've challenged our, well, well, not challenged, we've told ourselves stories and those stories have hardened into beliefs about who we are and how we are and how we need to relate to the world. So all of that, all of that advice, the final one that I want to leave you with uh, during this coffee is this, and this is really important. Are you in a position right now in your, um, oh, I'm trying so hard desperately to avoid this word, <laughs> your loneliness journey? Ugh, ugh. Michael DiOrio, if you're listening to this, I feel really um, dirty saying that. Um, but what I want to want to say is, wherever you are on that, oh, I'm going to say it again, your loneliness journey. Um, you need to pause a moment, please. I invite you to pause a moment and ask yourself the question: Am I friendship material right now and of course you are of course you are the answer like is yes you are right now but consider this on top of knowing that right now you're you're worthy of the love and belonging that you get from friendship just as you are but consider this loneliness puts us in fight or flight our response to um uh, to sometimes our response to trauma is to put walls up that keeps other people out to keep us safe. And sometimes when someone sort of come wants to come in as a friend to our space where we feel safe, we can feel threatened. And we can see their advances um, uh, towards making connection as a threat to us. And so we can uh, operate from a place of wanting to keep ourselves safe. And sometimes that makes us argumentative. Sometimes that makes us just really cranky. And we can see this uh, happening so often uh, and often through um, keyboard warriors on, um, on, on social media. Deep down, many keyboard warriors, I would say, are lonely and uh, trying to justify 
their own thoughts and feelings by bringing other people down and keeping other people away. If that's the case, that's okay. That's completely okay. And I understand it because you're responding, you're likely responding to something that has upset you deeply in the past. And that's something that you might need some help with. You might need some help with. You might need the help of a coach. And there are people uh, in my team who I can happily refer you to, um, uh, including uh, Kevin Moran, who you heard from before. Or you might need the help of uh, a, another licensed mental health professional um, to, to help you make sense of that, uh, the, the stories and the beliefs that you've created that are manifesting right now in, um, uh, in, in hostility towards other people to keep you safe. And the other thing is uh, on that, on being friend material, and this is, this is critical, is are you, do you have space in your life right now for friends? Because one of the things that we often do, and I'm putting my hand up here as someone who does this all the time, still, I'm the loneliness guy, I know how important connection is, but I do this, okay? I'm not, I'm not, uh, not saying that I'm immune to this. But busyness kills connection. Busyness kills connection and we use busyness as a numbing agent um, to justify uh, uh, and, and to justify our existence, to prove our worth. And all this busyness, uh, be it at work, um, you know, uh, uh, any, any kind of commitment can stop us from having spare time where we are alone with our thoughts, we are alone with our feelings. So busyness, busy, 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 busy is uh, a sure way of killing a relationship with another human, whatever kind of relationship that is. So the question that I ask you right now, and as we wind up this coffee, is this. Do you have space in your life that is needed for other people? Because if you don't, if you're filling it up with everything else, how can anyone else get a look in? If your day is so tightly scheduled that the only time that you have is, I don't know, 15 minutes to, to you know, down a, a coffee really quickly um, to scull a coffee and, and go, great to see you, see you later. Friendships, like all relationships, require time, require the investment of time and require the, the uh, being present with humility and vulnerability. And if you can't do that, are you actually in a friendship like uh, uh, in the space to make friendships. This busyness kills connection is going to be the the, the stuff um, of 
like another topic that we'll be uh, exploring in the next little while. It's on the list. But for this conversation, I need to wrap this up. If you've got some comments for me, if you've got some feedback, um, please let me know. Send me an email, connect at thelonelinessguy.com or reach out to me on socials, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube. uh, And I think that's it. I think that's all where I am. Um, And I'm trialing something here i've got a notion i've got a notion but i need evidence i've got a notion that those people who share content relating uh, well that uh, destigmatizes loneliness and promotes authentic connection for gay men globally when they share that they they're, they're better lovers um, and but uh, it's a notion that I have, but I need to test it. So how can you help me out? Can you share this content if it really spoke to you? Um, share it amongst your friends, your network, uh, and uh, uh, on social media or on a chat app, whatever it is. Let others know about this content, and then let me know if my my theory is uh, my notion is real. If you do get feedback that you're a great lover. Let me know. Um, There's no wrong way of sharing this, uh, but uh, it would really help me out immensely. And if you like this, please give this a a rating uh, through the service through on the service through which you're now listening. All right. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. It's always a pleasure to have coffee with you and I'll catch you next time. Stay safe, stay well, and just be awesomely you knowing that you're worthy of love and belonging through friendship right now, just as you are. All sounds that you heard in this episode were recorded at Prefab Eatery on Jesse Street, Wellington. All views expressed in this episode are my own and are intended to support, challenge and inspire gay men to consider the issue of loneliness and increase awareness of the need for authentic connection with themselves, with others and their communities as an antidote to loneliness. They are not intended to, nor should they, replace the advice of a licensed helping professional. Please consult the resources page on my website, thelonelinessguide.com, if you feel that you need the services of a licensed helping professional. Thanks for listening.